Switched on on F104 and I'm joined by the editor of Geek Ireland, Olivia Fahey. Hello. Hello, how are you tonight? Very good. Thank you so much for for joining us. We were chatting, uh, I think it was last week that we were actually chatting and you were saying that Dungeons and Dragons was en route. You have now seen it. I have and it's so good. (laughs) (laughs) So without spoilers, which I think is okay, I think it's possible. What did you think of it? Oh my goodness, it was laugh out loud funny and so true to the kind of lore and the the essence of fun that the games have that it was just, it hit the nail on the head for me. I thought they had done an absolutely brilliant job. And this is interesting because I actually, I've never played the game so I assumed it was like a thriller but yeah, it seems quite lighthearted. It's nice. Yeah, it, it is total like tongue in cheek. It's a little bit it's not actually quite, it's not actually as naughty, say, as um, like the Mother Goose Panther. That was a bit more raunchy than I expected mm-hmm. it to be, but it, like hilariously so. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is just, there are moments where you cannot stop laughing out loud and everybody around you is doing the exact same thing. They have just captured the essence of what makes D&D such a fun tabletop game for people mm-hmm. that... I'm just so proud that they managed to do it on the screen because, of course, there was another iteration many years ago uh, with Jeremy Irons that did not really hit the nail on the head, whereas this time around, it is just brilliant. So this is, as you mentioned, based off the game. Do those adaptations usually work? No, they don't. That's what I was afraid. It's taken a while. It's a little bit similar to... Um, so like D&D is also like from that uh, gaming sort of aspect but mm-hmm. with video game to screen adaptations they just weren't really able to get that that version right for people like whether it be um, fans of the games or even just the, the general public kind of thing uh, and in this case I know a lot of people at first were a bit like God Dungeons and Dragons isn't that so like niche mm-hmm. yeah it is but the way that they've managed to adapt it, it kind of brings it to the wider audience, but keeps the the gamers happy. A little bit like The Last of Us. The Last of Us did that in a really nicely balanced way as well. So I, yeah, I, I just, I can't actually speak higher about it <laughs> by saying that I, I'm just so impressed with what they've done. Yeah, I'd say it's quite difficult as a director to get it to stand on its own, really. Yes, and I think maybe that's why they had two of them <laughs> to Possibly, do it. Possibly, yeah. Because <laughs> so, we have uh, Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly. Now, John Francis Daly might be better known to some of us as Lance or Lancelot from Bones. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually left Bones in order to direct um, the new National Lampoon's Vacation film, um, which is why he left that show, sadly. Mm-hmm. But he's been working as a writer and director ever since. And yeah, he's r- written the screenplay along alongside Goldstein and uh, Michael Gillio, I think is how you pronounce his surname. And they have just put so much work and effort into it. And one of the best things about the film that I think you'll agree is that it's shot in Ireland. I love this. Like, I love that filmmakers are choosing our country to come and shoot in. I do too. And one thing that I, one little tidbit that I love about this as well is that they filmed in the Titanic studios shortly after Game of Thrones had finished and they actually had some of the King's Landing set still up wow. and they decided to use it. Amazing. Which I just think is, is absolutely gas. And I remember being up visiting uh, Belfast and I was staying in, it was there, I will admit, it was, a, it was a press trip, so I'm not that um, swanky usually, but I was staying in the Culloden Hotel. Mm-hmm. 
and Hugh Grant was staying there as well. And everyone was sort of told, like, oh, he likes to keep to himself. And you're like, yep, grand, no problem at all. I nearly walked smack bang into him coming in the front door one morning. And I was like, oh, Jesus, sorry, man. (laughs) That's you staying away from him. I'd hate to see if you weren't. Literally, I just went outside taking pictures of the hotel because it was so pretty. And they had, like, a load of sculptures and an exhibition on in the hotel at the time. And literally, as I turned around to go walk back in, I was like, boom, right into him. I was like, crap. I do love, though, that when they come over, like, most stars just wander around here. Like, we don't really care. Like, we don't care that much. I love that. We don't. Now, there, I will say there probably are a few people that are wannabe paparazzos that do mm-hmm. kind of chase them down a little bit. Um, but, you know, like, most people are it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, how are you? Will I buy you a pint? And yeah. that's pretty much the, the most of it. <laughs> so, obviously, we've Chris Pine in it. We also have Hugh Grant, as you mentioned. Who else is in this? We've got Michelle Rodriguez, who I absolutely adore. I think she's one of the best um, like action actresses we have at the moment. Uh, Sophie, Sophia Lillis, uh, she was in the It franchise as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Justice Smith, he was in uh, Detective Pikachu, is what a lot of people would know him from. And, you know, for the Bridgerton fans out there, Reggae Jean Page is also starring in it. But I will say... He isn't in it as much as you may think from the posters and the trailers. He has his own little section and it's great. And that's about it. Interesting. So they were kind of pushing it a little more than... I suppose to get the attention. I suppose it's good. You know, for a movie like that, it's good to get any attention. So I understand why they did it. He's a more standout character than some of the other passing characters. Mm -hmm. Um, So he does have a more higher importance than some of the others. Um, but yeah, he's just, in terms of screen time, he's not actually in it as much. But I would suspect that if this does well enough, there will be a second one. And I'd say he'll be in that one more. I was about to say, do you think there will be a second one? I really hope so, because uh... that's the joy of D&D. Like, people can play this for hours and hours and weeks on end, and it could still be the one storyline. So there's a lot of twists and turns that it can take. So I think... There's definitely another campaign or two in the lore mm-hmm. that they can dive into. But I, but in terms of for this, you know, specific script and campaign as what people will call us who play the game, um, they actually captured the kind of hilarious chaos really well, which is here is the plan. This is how we've written the plan. But, you know, now you got to go over here to get the thing, to help us get the thing for the thing that you actually need to go and do with the thing and the other thing. Okay. And that's kind of this <laughs> crazy loop that you end up in sometimes. But okay. they managed to capture that chaos really well, but made it seem really logical, which I enjoyed. Yeah, that was pretty good going. So it is out on March 31st, so people can go and check it out then for themselves. It is, and I do hope that everyone really enjoys it because I have been singing its praises saying this looks really funny, this looks really good for ages, and now that people have started to see it, I've been getting apology text messages to say <laughs> Olivia, you were right, we're sorry. I'm like, yeah, that. see, I told you, it's great. <laughs> Should have trusted me. They're going to trust you more now in the future, which is good. Oh, They probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else you're keeping your eye on at the moment? Well, I suppose the next big drop that we've got, John Wick 4 is now out in cinemas as well, which is doing brilliant numbers. It's now, I think, the top dog in terms of the franchise as a whole. Um, But uh, the Super Mario Brothers film is probably the next big drop coming out soon. And that's coming out now the 5th of April, I want to say. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And I am so curious to see how they've adapted that for the big screen. Because again, we're back into this adapting gaming content for the screen. And well, the last time they tried to do a Super Mario Bros. film, it didn't really go according to plan. And that was the live action version that they tested out. And it had um, John Leguizamato. I can never pronounce his surname. Um, they were both in it, and that it it didn't do very well. It's come like a little bit of a cult classic, but yeah. it really didn't work. Whereas now they've got this all star cast. It's Anya Taylor Joy, Chris Pratt, Charlie Day, like um, Jack Black is in it. Uh, Seth, uh, Seth Rogen's going to be playing Donkey Kong. Like every, everybody's in it, but mm. people were a bit annoyed because of Chris Pratt's casting as Mario when they thought that Charles Martinet should have been cast considering he has done the voice of Mario for all of the properties mm. under the Nintendo umbrella for Mario and actually some other characters as well. Um, people felt that he should have been cast in the role as well. Now, he is actually credited on IMDb at the moment, so I'm wondering, have they used some of his like woohoo, yippee kind of style things oh, um, yeah. to kind You'd of to. build up, build yeah. upon? But uh, I'd say it's, I'd say it's still mostly mostly Chris Pratt but hopefully we can get past that and enjoy the film yeah I look forward to seeing it because as you say I think I saw that when you were talking about it and it wasn't good I think I turned it off after a very short time but um, yes let's hope so If let's hope that it's as good as Dungeons and Dragons is yes definitely Olivia Fahey editor of Geek Ireland thank you so much thank you